England special in this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Side a license to thrill again this weekend. On game on the weekend, we're going to go out there and encourage the players to be positive in the way they play in terms of offloading and, and things. Our decision making was pretty good, some of the execution wasn't. Santa Johnson Davis is delighted to little brother James joining him in the starting line. Great news for him. Yeah, looking forward to see how he's going. He's worked hard over the summer and he's always given a great account of himself. I'm sure he'll do that Saturday. Fellow centre Abby Parks knows there were good points to take from last Saturday's defeat in England. Unfortunately, we probably didn't start too well. Gave them a couple of easy tries as well, so we kind of chasing them there. But I think in patches we showed like what we could do. Indeed, there certainly were some mistakes, but also some exciting play up at Twickenham. Wales coach Warren Gatlin's made three changes for the return of the Principality Stadium this Saturday. One, of course, the replacement for Gareth Anscombe, who missed the World Cup, and much of the season with a knee injury. Warren explained his thinking. Justin Tipperick's got a little bit of a got a knock on his ankle last week. He's fine, but we're just resting him as a precaution. Uh, Adam Baird's got a sore wrist. He's probably right for Saturday, but we've made that change early on. And, and Askins is out for the, the season. So, yeah, a couple of just precautionary and just resting players and uh, not exposing them on Saturday that when they're a little bit sore, just taking any risk out of that. And, and obviously the Anscombe ones as a permanent change. Given what's happened to Gareth Anscombe, were you tempted to rest Dan Bigger and have a look at Jared Evans as, as a starter? We've got the two island games, or the next island game, before we select the squad. Jared will get time on the weekend. Um, we've obviously got Reese Petrel as well, and trying to give him some game time too. So we felt it was important that Dan started a game. Um, yeah, he's been coming off the bench a lot for us in games and in the Six Nations, so it was important that we felt that he started the game and had that opportunity. With Gareth Anscombe's withdrawal, we, we've seen Dan, we know what he can do. How, how do you see Wales's style potentially changing in the next few weeks at the World Cup? Tactically, we, can, we know we can go into certain games, and we did that well in the Six Nations, like the way we played against England. And we went out last weekend to try and play a lot more attacking rugby. We made a lot more line breaks and stuff. Unfortunately, our error and turnover rate was pretty high. So, again, on the weekend, we're, we're going to go out there and encourage the players to be positive in the way they play in terms of offloading and things. Our decision-making was pretty good. Some of the execution wasn't brilliant when you look at George North. He's given that pass inside to Gareth. If it's a little bit softer and a bit, you know, Gareth probably scores. Liam Williams, the pass to George North down the left-hand side, if that's a better pass... He scores in the corner, so we're pretty happy with the, the chances we created, but just some of the execution needs to get a little bit better, and, and with that game under our belt, uh, we encourage the guys to be positive in, in terms of the way that we play. We were disappointed with the first 20 minutes. After the first 20 minutes, when England are up 14-0, we probably dominated the last 60. I think the, the scoreline was 19 all after that, and we were a lot better after that, so we expect to be um, better on Saturday. And just in terms of your personnel in Japan, do you expect to take two fly halves? And if that's the case, uh, a Jared and Reese almost in a, a shootout? Yeah, possibly. Um, we've told the players and spoken to them that you know, we haven't made up our mind whether it's three nines, two tens, or two nines, three tens, and you know, players being able to cover one of those other positions. So, and Jared gets an opportunity on the weekend you know, coming off the bench, and, and we need to give Reese Petchell some game time in the next couple of games as well. Given that Lee Halfpenny hasn't played a lot of rugby for you over the last 12 months, 
were you tempted to have a look at him? No, not at, not at this stage, because we know with Lee and I said it was an opportunity for that back three to play again, and, and then after that we need to look at giving other players a chance in the back three. And, and Lee, you know, he may not play in the next game as well. You know, we've got to find out about some other players too. He's been a very important mainstay for us in the team for a, for a number of years, and um, I'm sure he will continue to be that, and he will get some game time in the next couple of games. Yeah, part of the thing about last weekend was it's easy enough to make a lot of changes, but some of the players would have been disappointed with last weekend, and particularly that first 20 minutes. And for us, it's about a chance to redeem ourselves and give those players another hit out and go out there and and perform and put some pressure on them to perform as well. So. It's a warm-up game for getting things right for the World Cup. It's not the Six Nations, not competition. This is about preparing for, for Japan, and that's why we talked about the game and the six-game turnaround, which, which is potentially what we're going to experience, or we are going to experience that between Georgia and, and Australia in those first two games, and that's why the planning for this week and having a couple of days rest, and the first, the first time we trained was yesterday, so only a, only a second session today and how we cope with that short turnaround. Obviously you had that situation for the 2010 World Cup with Priestland came in, took his chance, so there's always opportunities for these guys. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a chance for everyone, and there's a, there's a lot of pressure on those guys on, on the weekend because if some of them don't front and don't perform, then they're opening the door for someone else. You win last weekend, you win this weekend, and you, you, know, you pretty much would have sealed potentially a starting spot for the first game or the first couple of games in the World Cup. So that's why we wanted to make sure that the players are, are aware and that they're under pressure that if they don't perform well on Saturday that they're opening the door for potentially someone else. Speaking of chances, Warren, James Davis at seven, how big an opportunity is this for him? The thing with James is it's been tough for him because he's been really struggling with the back issues and uh, he's dug in in terms of the way that he's pushed himself um, when he's been in a lot of a lot of pain. We've been trying to find out what's been wrong with his back. Has he been scanned? Has he had everything done? Neurally he's been looked at. Uh, they really can't find what the issues are, but uh, look, he's just dug in. It's a fantastic opportunity. We're really impressed with him in Argentina. He's pretty fired up because he's someone who's said that for his whole career everyone's knocked him, said he's too small, not able to compete at the highest level and you know, we've probably had some of the same thoughts as well, but uh, ha- having coached him and been involved with him in Argentina, we were incredibly impressed with him. It's a great opportunity for him and um, first time for a long time that two brothers have played for Wales as well. Jamie and Nicky Robinson in 2006 were the last pair of brothers to play for Wales, before you ask. So let's hear from one of those brothers playing this time round. Jonathan Davis is in the centre and he started by looking back on the England defeat. First hit out in a long while. Traditionally, we take a while to warm up, and you know it's getting us ready for the World Cup. You know we would have loved to have carried on the winning streak, but essentially, is for us is making sure that we start the game well. And um, looking back, probably that first 20 minutes cost us the result on the weekend. And in terms of the overall game, you, you created quite a bit, but set piece issues maybe uh, there's been something to work on. That's what Warren suggested. Yeah, well, thankfully I don't have to scrimmage, so I'm sure the boys have worked hard and it's been a team effort this week. You know, there's always little areas that we want to improve on and, you know, as a team, I think the first 20 minutes we were probably caught a bit cold, but, you know, since we've had a couple of days off, come back in, there's been a focus and um, it probably might have helped us getting beaten on Saturday to refocus the mind. 
make sure that we we don't lose track of that. You know, we're, we are a good team. We have confidence, but making sure that you you've got to make sure every day you come to work to turn up. What's it like having to take your little brother with you when you've got to work for Wales? <laughs> uh, he's all right. He can handle himself, to be honest. Great news for him. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how he's going. He's worked hard over the summer and he's always given a great account of himself and I'm sure he'll do that Saturday. Did you always think he'd get back over the injuries that he's had? Yeah, I think you know, it's part of professional sport, unfortunately. Injuries and you know, using the drive and hunger to want to get back to the top level it helps everyone really get over these injuries. And um, he's worked hard over the summer and he's got the chance that you know he deserves probably. Talking of injuries, he's lost Gareth Anskin. What kind of blow does that have on the squad as a whole? Oh, look, you know, Gareth was a crucial part of the squad. You know, his form in the Six Nations was probably one of the reasons why we won the Grand Slam. But we have quality in the squad. Over the last few years, we've developed depth. And um, unfortunately, he's not going to be around for the World Cup. But we've got warm-up games to um, give opportunity to other players. And, you know, in Dan, we've got someone with great experience. He's been around the team a long time and he was a big part of our Grand Slam success as well. Does it make you aware of how vulnerable you can be in terms of wanting to go to a World Cup? Well, I missed the last one. It is, you know, injuries are part of the game, unfortunately. It happens and, you know, there's probably going to be more, unfortunately, over the next couple of weeks as well. But um, it's about making sure that you prepare well and do as best you can to warrant getting selected and hopefully nothing else happens then. With your injury memories four years ago, have you spoken to Gareth about what he's going through, that kind of thing? I've spoken to him briefly about best ways to shower with a plaster over your leg and stuff like that but no I'll Gareth's been a, like I think he's coming in the end of the week now and you know I sit down and see how he is but um, everyone sees he's in good spirits and um, you know I think he'll obviously test him uh, being injured and away from the game but knowing Gareth I'm sure he'll bounce back with um, great character. From your perspective as a collective backline and individually, there were some bright sparks at Twickenham. you encouraged by how the attack is looking at least? Yeah, I think you know, we, we used the ball and we created opportunities with um, <laughs> being able to move it about. But I think it's just that execution in the final third. You look back at the game, the opportunities that we coughed up in, in England's 22, probably another reason why we didn't get more points on the board, you know, where the decisions were right. It's just that execution, the last pass or, or the one before. But there is confidence in the squad. We, we, you know, we worked extremely hard over the last couple of months, and it's making sure that we keep working on our tempo and, and keep working on our ability to move the ball. We saw in the Six Nations, Gareth and Dan, they bring different qualities at ten. What's it like for you playing a part of that <coughs> backline, and how will you have to adjust now without Gareth? Oh, look, I think as a backline. We're pretty interchangeable, pretty adapt with each other. And what it is, is just time uh, on the training field together. And like I said, Dan's been around for a number of years now. So there is a confidence when we play together. And it's just making sure that we're clear on the field what we want to achieve from attack and defence. And just on you and James, you, you mentioned playing with him earlier. But when you tick back to the, the playground or... The back garden, did you always envisage yourself playing for Wales together? No, if I'm honest. Um, but look, it's something I'm sure we look back on, we'll be very proud of. I'm thinking mum and dad and my sister will be very proud as well. We're preparing to hopefully go to the World Cup and, um, you know, we're not going to sugarcoat it at all this weekend. You know, we want to go out there, we want to give a great account of ourselves and warrant hopefully a place on the plane to Japan. One of the changes up front sees Jake Ball come into the second row hoping to secure his place on that plane to Japan. 
He's delighted to be returning to the starting lineup. Yeah, very, very pleased. Yeah, just excited for the opportunity and uh, yeah, just it's great. What went wrong last weekend? Look, I think we took a lot of learnings from it. Obviously, it was a warm-up game. See, we were determined to win the game, but like I say, all we can do now is, is uh, work and be looking forward to the next few. Warren Tilly was unhappy with the scrums and the way they were refereed. Was that something you were aware of at the time? Yeah, I think it's something obviously we've done done a bit of work with. Obviously, trying to have that gap. Yeah, that's how it was referees in the game, and we've obviously got to put that right this week. You know, they're bringing in, obviously, trying to have this gap. See, some teams don't want to have that, so obviously it's an interpretation of the ref on the day. And in terms of the opposition, did England surprise you last week, given that it was a fairly scratch side? I wouldn't say they surprised us. They're always a quality outfit. Just think it's small margins, isn't it? You know, the first 20 minutes, I don't think we necessarily all there in the first 20, and that showed, and then obviously we came a bit better in the second half. So, um, yeah, we've just got to make sure we, we set that right this week. Do you expect to give a much improved team performance? Yeah, that's that's the plan. <laughs> Jake, for yourself, the last couple of years you've had your fair share of injuries, yeah. um, but you look in great condition now. How are you feeling? Yeah, look, I feel, I feel really, really good. You know, I've been training pretty hard. Like I say, I've had quite a few injuries and I'm just glad to be injury-free at the moment and, yeah, out on the training paddock. Being part of the squad regularly again, you feel like you're hitting your straps now? It's been great. Obviously, get your confidence back as well a bit. You know, obviously... Being out of the game for long periods is never great, but yeah, I'm feeling in a really good place at the moment. What about these matches, the, the warm-ups now, trying to nail your, your place for Japan? You've got some fierce competition, but Adam Beer's lost his winning run at least. Everyone wants that jersey and it's a determination of mine and you know, it's, it's really sort of down to me to put best foot forward this weekend and you know, obviously try and get a result with the team as well. You've been a part of these squads for a number of years now. How do you assess the state of the squad? It's a quality outfit. It's the best, best squad I've been involved in. I think we're in a great place. Um, like I said, that was the first warm-up game. You know, maybe in that first 20 minutes, it did it was a bit of shell shock there, but I'm sure I'll make a stronger for it. Will kept always bring out hidden gems in teams. Is there anyone in particular that you've kind of thought, well, that they're going to really stamp their authority on this World Cup? Been pretty impressed with with Aaron Waymart. In fairness to him, I thought he had a, he had a great game on the weekend in tough condition in those first 20, especially. But um, yeah, he's he's done really well. He's been very impressive. How does it affect the mood, Jake, in the camp, in the squad, when you lose a guy like Gareth Anscombe, who was such a, a key part of your plans? I was, you know, gutted for him, to be honest. You know, I just thought fair play to the guy, you know, he come, come off the field and sat next to me on the bench and I thought he had a dead leg to begin with. So, you know, I just thought the way he, he carried on and, and continued to play. I mean, I think, you know, the last thing he did was chip a ball and chase it and, you know, that was with no ACL. So, um it's just all the training that we go through as a group. It's been a tough gruel, you know, I've seen obviously what we've done in Switzerland and to do all of that and then get injured is, is, is heartbreaking really as a player. Does it make you realise how vulnerable your own ambitions are? Yeah, definitely, but that's, that's the nature of the beast, that's, that's rugby. You know, there's always that danger of getting injured and, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff about, you know, saying about not playing players in warm-up games and stuff like this. You know, you've got to play to play at your best and, you know, you could get injured on the training field just as easy as you can in the game, so... Do you believe that Wales have got a squad that can win it, not just the, the 22? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think um, I think our depth is the best it's been. Like I said, it's a very, very exciting group of players. Just looking further ahead, what did you make of Australia for the weekend, given that they'll be opponents shortly? So, yeah, look, they've done a great job there, didn't they? They were impressive, you know, especially considering probably had their backs up against the wall a bit. But um, you know, sometimes that does a funny thing to a group of players. listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So let's go back to Twickenham last Saturday. Up front in general, and the scrum in particular, were areas to work on. 
Here's the post-match reaction of prop Thomas Francis. Obviously disappointing to lose always is. England played well and we uh, had a lot of unforced errors that first half, slow start. Luckily it's not the World Cup today, so... Was it just, you know, the obviously first game in a while, rustiness, you know, a few drop balls, missed touches? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, just a, the thing we've done in the past 18 months the team is very little unforced errors and, and stuck to what we do and today we either scored or dropped the ball and... Obviously, we go back, have a look, and we'll work on that. But it's, it's stuff we can mend. So the first loss in 14 matches now. You know, is it just a case of brushing that off and, and going again? Yeah, it, it'd be nice to be number one, but does it matter really at this point? Not really. It was nice to have a run of games. Does it matter now? No. Six weeks is the aim, and this is a four-match series for us, and it's a bad start. But yeah. we, we have another chance, three chances to sort it out. And the aim is to be number one in, I guess, in Japan on November 2nd, really. Yeah, rather than now. that's all that matters, isn't it? It doesn't matter about world rankings. You, it's the, the way. Finishing the tournament. Yeah. So. Can I ask about the lineup? Maybe in the you know you won the Grand Slam, but maybe that wasn't the best area of your game. And today a couple sort of went awry. Obviously one resulted in a try. An area for improvement. Uh, every area was an area for improvement today. Scrum line out. England probably got the better of us. And as a pack, if we want to win the World Cup, we're going to have to to improve on that. We need to improve on them. So that first half was not good enough, and we know that. And you can't do anything about it. it's gone now. So it's about how you react and how you go forward as a squad. So. Are you surprised maybe how physical England were? Because it looked like they sort of caught you a little bit by surprise. <laughs> not surprised at all. You know it's going to be that first Test match going to be physical. First game pre season is always tough anyway. And yeah, I guess we got caught a little cold, but. I thought second half we got back into the game well and then a few more mistakes let them back in but we kept them trial the second half I think which was our aim at half time so, so that was good and there's a chance next week you know six days to, to turn it around and maybe send another message yeah. back to them yeah it's not often rugby you get a double header uh, in uh, internationally you get it in Europe and yeah it's nice to have another a trump at the bit next week mixed feelings when Luke Cameron Dickey scored obviously the guy you know well play with he, he gets a few of them for extra every year if if you miss your line out he's there he, he did well but no not mixed feeling is us. <laughs> <laughs> what was the message from the coaches in terms of the set piece that I've sort of alluded to there? But they did they say anything about that in particular? Just said that's not us. It's not been our our diva last few months here or 18 months, and we'll go back and, and get better and improve. And it's gone. It's an opportunity gone to assert dominance, and we got another chance next Saturday. Uh, was Sean having a few kittens because it looked like the you know, the, li- the line breaks were a bit, bit of a, a rarity in, in this Welsh team. No, he was alright. He, he stayed calm and. Obviously, you're going to have that first game. I think we maybe maybe sat off a bit too much, just going to hit stuff a bit more. And when you're a player in these sort of games with, you know, no one wants to get injured, is there a part of you when you're thinking... No, nah, if, if you go into a game thing like that, you will get injured. You've got to treat it as a test match. If you go in tiptoeing around, you won't play well and then you won't go anyway or you will get injured because you're not hitting flat out. So every test match has got to be flat out. Eddie Jones has said that you reckon England's man of the match was a scrum, kind of collectively. Did it feel out there and look when it came off like it was? Scrum wasn't where it's been the last 18 months. I wouldn't say it was their man of the match. I'd say they played well, set piece, they were on top, but we got another chance next week. And those new laws today, whether we got them right or wrong, we'll go back to a drawing board and assess that. And uh, we get another crack next week, don't we? So. Has that been a big concern, a big thing to think about, these new laws? That's just how you interpret them, isn't it? However, uh, letter of law has changed a lot. Has it actually changed a lot? You don't know until you play a match and we'll go back, have a look at the footage and see, and see where we go from there. Yes, certainly some confusion over just how that should work. Some positives behind the scrum. Here's the reaction of centre Hadley Parks. Yeah, ultimately very disappointed. You know, you come up here, you, you want to win. And they're talking them, you know, it's, a, it's you know, HQ. It's, it's a lovely stadium, it's a lovely place to play. There's a good crowd today and 
unfortunately we probably didn't start too well. Gave them a couple of easy tries as well, so we were kind of chasing there. But I think in patches we, we showed like what we could do and you know, we played some good running footy and, and if, you know, a couple of passes, last passes had gone to hand. You never know. So, yeah, I think uh, the second half was um, a lot better performance. Was it a bit of rustiness, do you think, today? Yeah, I think so. Like, it's our first proper head out in a, in a long time since Six Nations and then uh, really trained against um, an opposition just internally. We've only trained internally. So uh, I think it was good to get the head out and, and ultimately we're building for something else. So I'm disappointed with today, but looking forward to uh, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. And it's not every day that you play an opposition and then you get to play them again next week as well. So we'll look forward to that back at um, Principality. What do you make of these warm-up fixtures? Are they important in the general scheme of things? I think so. Just just putting you know partnerships together, just putting everything that you've been working towards and training towards into action. So I guess uh, it's building toward uh, is going to be an exciting couple of months for those that are lucky enough to go to um, Japan. Where um, the team in terms of uh, training and conditioning and, and being sort of 100%, they need to be 100% now. I don't know how to watch any taper down for this match today, so you could. Where, where do you feel it? Uh, feeling, feeling pretty fit, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, but it, it's different going out there and, and running into people. And then like, uh, your first head out, first couple of head outs is always a lot tougher than what you think because you know you're not used to the, just the contact area because everybody obviously you're coming up against 15 guys that want to win a match as well. So you know that certainly takes it out of you. You know the forwards obviously with drives, scrummaging. It's a bit different from playing you know games. Um, on the training field and hitting the line every now and then. So I think boys are getting there, they're looking good. Shortish turn around, uh, looking forward to next week. Is it ideal to play again relatively quickly? Uh, it's, it's just planning towards what is, you know, there's a couple of shorter turnarounds in, in Japan. So um, I think one of them is only about three or four days with, uh, between Fiji and Uruguay. So, you know, it's good. Go very well over the next couple of days and then we'll be back into it. And, uh, and looking forward to what's well, it's going to be a tough game at home again next week. And, um, you know, you're preparing for scenarios, really, because you never know what's going to happen um, in Japan. Picked up the tempo in the second half. You wanted yeah. to move them around. And Gat said at 24-19, he thought you were going to go on to win it. Was that the feeling out there? Yeah, I, I thought we were in a good place. So, unfortunately, probably the try right on half time. Um, you know, just a couple of little niggly errors that, that will go out of the game as well. But I even think in the first half we maybe had opportunities to score another try as well after we made a couple of nice breaks. But that, that wasn't the case. So but to get back to 24-19, I think uh, the boys showed some real grit, real heart to do that. And, and we were, it felt like we were on the front foot there. We felt like we were, you know, making good yards, getting in behind them and putting good phases together. And then... Um, they make a little break and then end up getting a penalty so and then sometimes that's all you need for the opposition to do and then they kind of just they did what they did and, and got a couple more penalties after that as well so drop goal as well but um we showed glimpses there it's probably for long periods of time as well in that second half that you know we can actually chuck the ball around and, and score some good tries and, and you know build pressure against good teams yeah it is a disappointment there's a bigger goal, there's a bigger picture here and it's about building towards what is um, I think it's six weeks from now is, uh, for those that are you know, the lucky 31 that will go for the Georgian test and then you just build and get again from there when you're at the tournament so look that is disappointing but you know, there's a bigger picture So that's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast plenty of reaction to the England game next week as the squad head to Turkey for warm weather training and until then, goodbye